going on guys welcome back to another episode of dynasty logics i'm here it's me it's the bob that's right we're gonna switch it up this week and on the other side is the tom that's that's really all i got i just wanted to switch it up i wanted to say hello i'll throw a curveball at us get us going i, 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 I love I, I love that he forgot the by though you know there's the b-o-b B Y, you know, the Rizzo be proud for that one. Uh, we're rolling into week five, hopefully, still winning. If not, you know, just hold ship, right? I tell people, hold ship, right? This is this is uh, hold shit or hold hold ship, hold, 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 plug the holes in your ship at this point, band aid, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, I, you know, but uh, this is for us, this is going to be kind of validation week, right or wrong, right? This is it's not, Bro, a, not, not a huge up and down. Can I tell you something, Tom? Absolutely, right now. I'm in a submarine with a screen fucking door. I hope it's not nuclear, though. As long as it's not, or is it nuclear? Right? Is it? Is it doesn't it? matter. I got water coming in on all fucking sides. Well, if you if so. you have if you have Sean Connery at the helm, you'd be okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh man! So uh, another week. Um, you know, yeah. quick recap. How'd you make out? Uh, you know, I'm I'm dynasty built, rock solid. I don't want to. I'm not going to brag and say I win, but you know, I didn't. Well, like you won and you lost. This really, I, unless I, I, you did that weird thing and tied. I won. I didn't tie. I haven't tied dynasty. I've seen it, which is crazy. Um, no, I no, I won again. You know, was that the highest score? No, but uh, I mean, I'm right where I'm at point wise. You know, I'm at above my average in the league, and again. You know, win or loss, I got a winning record right now, and it's fine. Yeah, I got some undefeated teams, and that's great. But am I getting too excited? No, because I see holes in my team like everything else. Uh, I'm just – I'm scoring up, you know, and I have enough balanced roster. And, again, that's that's the key, and that's what I hope to try to tell people, you know, that, you know, Bobby's trying to, you know, rebuild his rosters in that way that I have. And I talked about this with a couple owners. When you score a really high score in, the, in your league, people are like, man, how do you score that high? How does he score that many points? Well, you need a base. You need a base for a really good team. I've built my teams as very solid teams. That being said, I don't have the Tyree kills who beat me, right? Who gets 40, but then he gets 12. I don't own a lot of those guys. I, I don't own any of those guys, to tell you the truth. I mean, I own Adam Thielen. He did that to me this week. That's a rarity for him. But I, I like a more stable guy. So I build my team with more stable players to not have the fluctuation up and downs. You know, but the good weeks on top of it, you know, when you get a guy like Derek Henry, Right when you get Dyer Kennedy, you know, on a bad week, it's going to get you 15, but on a good week, can get you 30, 40. Um, you know, same thing with a guy like Barkley, uh, very, you know, very similar guy. Um, you know, Gibson, another guy I own, is in that same kind of mold. Um, guys who have a safe floor, I'm a very safe floor kind of, you know, person to build an upside. So, but you see good and bad in that. You know, I got injuries like everyone else. So, you know, guys play well, guys play bad. But if you build a solid roster in Dynasty, you can hold ship. And this is the time of year where you want to, if you got a couple of holes, you know, maybe look to explore to make a trade. But you don't have to get too, too crazy. But this is the time of year where you should be identifying, like, what you need to make that run. Like, all right, where am I at? I'm rolling into week five. 
you know, what's around me? What do I need to fill the holes? And, you know, we're going to, we're going to go through some games this week and we're going to see if we can find, you know, a couple of guys here or there that you can be interested in that we like that are on the radar uh, that we've seen guys who played well and guys who, as I called out, said Colin Johnson would have been a good player last week. And obviously now you could drop fucking Colin Johnson because that was dead. And I understood why. I understood why I saw in that game because they have better they have better receivers. Okay, they have Dave John Ross. They drafted Tony, and you saw that. And they, basically, Colin Johnson was the ready man they had at the time in the game the week before. But again, this is why we tell you pick up these guys. And if a guy like Colin Johnson sucks this week, it's not a big deal to me. Like I'll just drop him and pick up my next project. Like you always want to have you know at least one or two. I try to have at least one spot that I can go pick up a guy and take a shot on. And if he sucks, you know, a weekly guy, you want to have a weekly spot to get that lottery ticket, right? Why not? You know, sometimes it hits. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't. It's the, it's the fun to find, right? It is. It is. It's a lot of fun. It's, it, you know, to your point, uh, being on that, um, that rebuilding side, architecting, uh, it is a lot of fun, you know, to, to really get your hands dirty, dig deep, try to figure out, um, you know, a way to keep your team competitive, uh, but also, uh, you know, building that team from the ground up. It sometimes sounds counterintuitive. So, like, you're either going to pick one side or the other. Um, you know and, what? It, it, it is counterintuitive a little bit because you need you need the things that I don't usually own, right? So you need the upside play. Like you have mm-hmm. to have those, right? And the perfect the perfect upside play debate for me and you and the two different rosters of where they at is you need a guy like like a like an Edwards, right? You need the upside in Edwards. I love the floor of Renfro, right? And uh, I, and that's what I want. I want I want the twelve to eighteen every week. I want that range every week. You want the big lottery ticket upside to help jumpstart your franchise. And that's a hundred percent right. Like that's what you need to get to the point where, you know, you're where my rosters are. Cause then you can expand from those lottery ticket guys and build a safer base, but absolutely. You need those players. And like I said, those players, beat me. you know, if I played Tyreek Hill this week, I'm sure I would have huge problems. Like, <laughs> so well, you can't protect, you know, guys going off a of 40 on you. I mean, you, you can a little bit, but, you know, you want to have a solid base. But, again, you need those guys to, you know, you need those guys on those lottery tickets to get up to the base of a, of a safer floor. No no doubt. Like, honestly, I I think, you know, what was really nice um, for me as I am kind of watching out my, my team grow, um, guys like Joe Burrow. Dak Prescott, um, you know, it's a it's a it's a great way to to build a quarterback foundation. And again, folks, keep in mind uh, one of the reasons why we're bringing up two quarterbacks quite often. Uh, it's twofold. Uh, one is for those super flex listeners, but quite frankly, uh, what we're really looking at is a two quarterback league, three running backs, four wide receivers, two tight ends kicker a d tackle sometimes two two dns shit uh four linebackers two corners two safeties i'm 
Did I say two DNs already? I don't yeah, know. They yeah, were in there yeah, too. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a full NFL roster. It's close. It, you both sides. It's fun. It, 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 it's full IDP, full PPR. You know, so it, it's a deep, it's a deep roster. It's you know, and a lot of players, you know, a lot of guys who play in fantasy and dynasty playing similar. This I, I honestly I played a lot of leagues. This one's a little bit tighter because there's no flex, but we require two tight ends and we require two quarterbacks. So. You know, those are things that are important. But, you know, they all apply to those leagues where you play two or super flex and stuff like that. So you're always digging deep and the pool's a little bit small. So, yes, you want to build those those younger quarterbacks or, you know, how, uh, you know, it's how I've seen and done the base of uh, rebuilding. I haven't had to have that full rebuild mode with young quarterbacks, but that's the safest bet. That's the best bet you want is to get those, you know, two quarterbacks young and then, you know, build around it because you could have them for 15 years. Nice job. And you know, it, it it's really uh, it's really scary though when you know that you don't want to have a quarterback uh, play yet, and he's going to get his number called. Um, and and we'll go out there in just a couple of minutes in in, in Chicago. But by God, Justin Fields is now going to be Don't the man. official quarterback uh, going forward, and um, and his line's horrendous. So I'm not excited about that. Run, um, Justin! Run, run it's, now! It's, it's run fast! Run, run away! Uh, yeah, you know, well, we'll we'll see what's going on. I don't know about you, Tom. Those are just a couple of quick highlights. But do you think we want to uh, start jumping into these these games? Let's kick it! Excellent. So why don't we uh, move ourselves over to Jacksonville, where uh, Jacksonville was playing the Bengals? Oh no, Thursday night jam. <laughs> God, this game so, brutal. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. It was for you, and I'm sorry. It was. It wasn't that great. Yeah, it was okay. It was too, it was too young, up and coming teams. So, what do you expect? But you can't. You can't be too upset about that, especially well, from a rebuilding standpoint, right? Because um, I got to see Joe Burrow at least, you know, yes. manufacture. 25 completions off of 32 attempts, 348 yards, two touchdowns, you know? Yes. No, no, you got right. sacked once. I mean, I'm it, okay with that. That's a, that's a good QB rating. He looked good. There's some players look good. I mean, and we get to learn about the piece of shit more Urban Meyer. God, I can't believe that dude just gets jobs. So the piece of shit, that guy. I, there's no way this guy's got a job next season, right? I, I don't know. I don't know. I keep saying that, but he keeps getting jobs. So, anyways, this, the, the, yeah, you're right. There's the, there's the good, the bad, and um, the, and Meyer, the Urban Myers, and, and the, Meyer, the ugly, the be ugly. Yeah, there you go. That's what <laughs> that's what we for, you know. And the bad being, you know, your boy is uh, the shock attack going down. Um, you know that that yeah. was that was a little bit of two the, plays uh, in, lose your that ankle. Was the, that was the bad. Yeah, that was that was real bad. I uh, I actually thought he had a great opportunity with the uh, with the Bengals um, secondary to to make a little bit of noise. And I mean, um, you know, even with even with um, your boy CJ Uzuma, the and, fucking uh, the Uzi. I told you the guy was the lowest targeted tight end in the league. I mentioned that all of a sudden he be, just becomes the Uzi, just unloads his whole clip on it. He's like, forget it. Here we go. Thursday night, baby. It's always a tight end on Thursday night. Bet it. It's a random tight end every Thursday. It's awesome. But then on the other side was uh Chenault, you know, Chenault really um 
do you know why Chenault shined in that game? Can you can you help uh, the people who who were really trying to figure out if this was going to be a Chenault Shark battle when it never was at all? It was going to be complimentary. So yeah, you're right. It is a that is a good question. The funniest part is Chenault still you know is getting volumes of targets. It's just not the depth you kind of want. But you're right. Um, and what it was was unfortunately you know the shark injury. And uh, as as a good friend of mine pointed out, he said, "Oh, I figured you know that you know Jones would get more targets, and Jones pretty much disappeared because they decided to double team Jones, and Chenault was the guy. And again, you know, Chenault's a good safety blanket. You know, Chenault's not one of these guys where I ever expected to be Devontae Adams, right? I never expected him to be that kind of guy. I'm more of an in between, you know, where he's like a Robert Woods, a bigger Robert Woods kind of guy to me because he's a big guy." So as a rookie quarterback, he's a very safe blanket because if you, you can't really – if you overthrow a guy who's 6'5", it's really over his head. Um, so he was the beneficiary of a lot of – again, a lot of game, you know, that they had to throw and, you know, with the three wide receivers going down. But I think a, a couple other people got bumps. I think Arnold got a nice bump in his first game there. He got, you know, two passes, but he looked good coming in, didn't know anything. Um, the other uh, – the other thing that I love is this week is, is this week is running back validation. If everyone who held running backs and they haven't been playing well and, and I don't know, is this guy any good? Well, here's the kickoff of what you're going to hear the trend this week. James Robinson is just fine. You got to remember they're a team that's behind. It's hard to get a running game going, but you know, he, he gets the ball, they get goal line, he gets touchdowns and that's what you want. Those are signs that you want. Those are the positives, you know, on on that on that side of the ball, and even on the Bengals, you saw the same thing. You know, they don't have their third receiver, and weirdly enough, you would have thought that you know he went to Mixon, but he doesn't throw the running back, and the Uzi comes out and gets two. You know, he gets two touchdowns and, and looks pretty good. You know, and and these quarterbacks learn. You leave a guy open, and I'm going to exploit you. And I thought they exploited Jacksonville's weakness, which is you know kind of that linebacker coverage a little bit, and you know. You, you saw that in the game, and you saw, uh, the you know, the difference between a rebuilding team and a little bit better of a building team, you know, a little more veteran leadership, you know, with the Bengals pull at that game, you know, and then the Urban Meyer effect, obviously, tanks everything. Sorry. Sorry, yeah, Jacksonville. I'm, I had yeah. hopes for Jacksonville. The feeling's mutual, especially when you come out of the gate. You, you do what you do. You grab, you, you grab a franchise quarterback. But, I mean, you know what? Next, we're on to Washington in Atlanta. You know what I mean? And uh, scoring game on the board. Who would have thought that shit? Second highest. Oh, sorry, second. Oh, well, collectively, they did have the highest yeah. with uh, 64 points this week. Um, the Bills is right after this, and, and they yeah. just walloped. It was fun. This was a fun, interesting, weird game. You know who shut up in this game, though? Wayne fucking Gallman. Wayne Gallman showed up. He's alive. That guy just alive. Di- he just doesn't die. He's alive. No. I love, love Gallman. So so we're excited about seeing Wayne Gallman, I guess, whatever. You know, I I I said, you know, stash him. I'm glad he at least is finally starting to get reps. Uh Cordell Patterson is doing what Cordell Patterson has consistently done um in every facet of uh of his game, which is uh just be a pain in the ass. Uh, six carries for 34 yards. And then on the other side, um, six targets, five receptions for 82 yards. So, 
you know, he's just going to be that Swiss Army knife that we were anticipating. I was just hoping he was going to get labeled as a running back, not a wide receiver. Uh, he's still labeled as a wide receiver, and that's never going to change. So what I am changing is the subject. What happened in Washington? <laughs> what, what what happened is, is when is two teams who don't play defense, I guess. Just, yeah, <laughs> so Terry McLaurin, 13 sh- targets, six receptions, 123 yards. So listen, we know from the you know, we know from the Atlanta side, Atlanta does what Maddie does, right? Maddie's gonna throw the ball and he's gonna continue to throw the ball and he's gonna keep throwing the ball. Right. And that and and you're right, Patterson's the guy, you know, if you want to own anyone, it's Patterson. I feel comfortable playing Patterson every week. If I have to play Mike Davis, I'll take the 10 points he gives me. And then it's Pitts and, you know, really with a little drop-off. After that, you know, Matt Ryan's going to throw to everyone, as you saw. So, you know, that's on that side. On the Washington side, that's the weirder thing to me is that team. That defense should have been and is should be much better than what they are right now. They were much better last year. And, you know, it's kind of a disappointment because I thought that defense would play better and keep them in games. And instead, surprisingly, their offense picks up the pace. And it does so with losing Ian, my boy Thomas, who is now on IR, Logan Thomas. That's, uh, you know, that, that that one's hard to swallow. But, you know what, you're moving on. Um, and, again, they're doing it, you know, with, uh, with a backup quarterback. Am I holding stock in this game? No. I mean <laughs> – Honestly, there's two games I, I can't take much away from. It's this game and that Jets Titans game. Like, I, it's not much I can take away from when you when you play this this many random guys that you're throwing the ball to. I mean, Washington's good point is is again, you know, they lose Logan Thomas, and then you know the 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 right talk here would be say you know Ricky Sills Jones. Or um, or they have another tight end, right? They it, certainly do. Who's the other and guy? And that that guy came from Green Bay, Jay Sternberger. Ah, uh, the burger. Fucking, fucking Burgermeister's back. Uh, oh, I love the Burger the, Burger. The, the, the fight. This guy is uh, hopefully going to be the Burger King. Uh might be a fucking whopper though. Who knows what's going to happen. Quite frankly, it's going to be, uh, you know, just just another asshole on the field. And hopefully, get, it gets. You might not get this one your way. It might not happen. No, Sorry. no, no. We're sending it back. You know, I don't get it. I don't get the ball. I send yeah. it back. Yeah, I get. It. You know oh, what's going to happen though? It's a good uh, buy when... though. You know what? It, it, that's a that's a great dynasty buy in a situation because like uh, you brought it up to me and asked me. And I wasn't too excited. Again, this week, I can tell you there's one constant when we talk about the waiver wire. Um, there's probably about 10 tight ends you can pick up, just like Ricky Seals Jones. There's 10 of them who is going to get you four targets, maybe five, and two to three catches, right? And again, dynasty-wise, if, you if you're playing two tight ends, you need one of those guys to absolutely go pick one up. But the dynasty play upside you want to go take is Mr. Berger, Meister, Meisterberg. Right, is the guy who had all that potential, and you know, injury. And guess what year he's in right now? Is he in year three? Year fucking three. So if if there's if there's going to be a moment in time that I buy, sit, watch, and hope hits, it's now. Uh, If he if he amounts to absolutely nothing, then at least at least I had him when I thought he was going to be able to hit at his best. Um, and quite frankly, I think the way 
that Logan Thomas Thomas was utilized, um, there is a possibility for Sternberger to potentially get some of those reps. However, Curtis Samuel is back in the fold as well. Ding, ding, ding. So let's see really how this all plays out. Balls are going to be a uh, ball distribution still needs to happen, right? Uh, McKissick's coming up for for more for more ball distribution as well, and you know uh, Sternberger just might you know fall off the grill. I I, I think I think that might happen, but um, I'm gonna buy it just to see what happens. Yeah, I mean, hey, you can buy guys like that. Like I said, there's guys like that all over the board. If you're looking for lottery tickets, I'll give you one on every team. I mean, you can go, you can go get my boy Tajay Shop, the, the old UMass product, catching two balls here and there. There's so many of these guys. Again, it's it, it, you know, this is dynasty, and to me, I don't, I'm not going to pick up guys like this. Like I like Sternberger. Does he's the guy who does interest me because he had talent. You know, we had him, you know, highly touted coming out. He caught some injuries. So that's the guy I'm definitely interested in, in this game. Dynasty-wise, sleeper-wise, uptick-wise, you know, he's the one guy I'm like, okay, I'm kind of – I'm interested in what you got and what you got. What's the next game on the docket? Well, it was a really unfortunate one for your buddy, Davis Mills. But, um, you know, that was the Texans and Bills. That final score was 40 Bills, Texans, zero. Uh, and Davis Mills produced a negative 0.32 points this week. Uh, now, now, there's something I gotta tell you about that game, and you're right. I mean, and, I, and like I said about Davis Mills, he's a year away. I don't expect Davis Mills to impress anyone, I really don't. But what was what was impressive to me is, is the Texans had the ball in the Bills' red zone twice without throwing a pass, which is mind boggling to me, and then. Balls up to the coaching staff, go for it twice on fourth down. Don't kick field goals, just go for it and don't make it. Hey, kudos to you for trying, man, because you know what? I agree with you. Those field goals would not have helped you. The touchdowns might have changed that game. So bravo, I'm going for it. And, yes, unfortunately, like I said, it's still Brandon Cooks. And, you know, it, even him, like, uh, yeah, David Mills, I, like I said, he's not going to be great. And, you know, 5 for 47 isn't what you want. But he, I mean, he threw at him 16 times. I don't know what you want to tell you. Um, and again, I, I'm a I'm a I'm a Davis Mills guy. I lo- I believe in Mills, but again, he's not he's not anything till next year. So I do not want to play um, any of these Texans, uh, including my boy David Johnson, who I believe led in touches with five. I don't like oh no uh, five oh no so Ingram had six. Again, that running back share is a disaster on this team. You know, I I don't, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see anything here that I really. There, uh, were, I, there were eighteen carries, uh, with with a one third split to Johnson, Ingram, and Lindsey. Uh so so that's awesome, um, and the only difference was David Johnson caught the ball. Four targets, three receptions. Yeah. At least they were utilizing him. So, yeah. I mean, he's all one, around. Honestly, he's the only one I would ever play on that team. Uh, only for the upside. Like You could argue me, like, Ingram gets more carries and goal line, fine. But, I mean, upside, he's the big play, bust one on upside. Um, I mean, the only guy in this game that I, you know, really was happy to see. And, again, it continues. And uh, that's, that's my boy Dawson Knox just continues to catch touchdowns. 
And this is my only solidation is I lose Logan Thomas, but I'm lucky enough to be holding on to Dawson Knox. This is why I carry four. This is why I carry four tight ends. This is why I have guys like solidation. It, it, that's a that's a cross between solace and validation. <laughs> that is solidation, folks. And I love every second of it. Uh, I had a little bit of solidation myself in uh, Christian Kirksey, who uh, who's consistently yeah. still delivering on the lunch, other side. Lunch pail, love that guy. Lunch pail yeah. shows up, gets tackles, love him. Um, but. Uh, one person who um, who gets no solidation whatsoever is um, Anthony Miller. At five targets, one reception, and he just got released. Bye-bye. See you later. Thanks for coming. But <laughs> you, know, you got a speculation where he might go. I mean, you're more of a Miller guy than me, but I mean, I always like Miller's talent. I really do. I like the talent, um, there's, there's but some, honestly, something- I have – there's something there we're not seeing. I mean, if you're getting cut by the Texans, I don't know what to tell you. Well, that, that they'd was... rather go with Chris Conley. I don't know what else to tell you at this point. Like, yeah, going, something's I, going on with Steve Miller. I, I need to see where else he could potentially go. Uh, but honestly, nothing pans out unless it might be the Dolphins who just lost Will Fuller again. But even still, as a depth guy, I mean, I, I genuinely, the yeah. Lions could be another person, you know, yeah. NFC East, you know, at least they saw him with Chicago. Um, but, mm. you know, that's I, my speculation. I don't know. The tech, I, I don't the, know. You could come from the Texans. I don't know. What you I, I don't know. You're probably going the to Jets, the XFL. I mean, yeah. I mean, the Jets, the Jets actually have receivers. And I go, but they have receivers. So. All right. Tom, say it with me. Next. Oh, next. next. Please, please. Yeah, let, please. let's move on, right? So by, we're by, go... by Knox, though. By the by the touchdown hype. Oh, absolutely. I uh, I picked him up in a redraft not too long ago, yeah. uh, a couple weeks ago, just because yeah. he was there, and I, I wanted to yeah. make sure yeah. I put at, him on there. At this rate, he's looking like he hit 10. He's, he's, he should have hit 10 touchdowns, no problem. By him. Um, it's good. So the Bears, they're, uh, they're currently 2-2 two two with a win over the Lions. Bears. 24 to 14. Um, I owe the, I owe the bears an apology. I, and I owe, I owe you an apology. And this is where I, you know, and I validate myself, but I also stand corrected. I was wrong about Mooney. Right? I liked Mooney. I actually liked the talent. I just didn't think they would use him right. And I stand corrected. I was right with, you should probably bench Robinson because it looks like you're throwing a Mooney. But, you know, Bobby was more of a Mooney guy. People asked me about Mooney, and I honestly said I wouldn't start him this week. I really did. I told people I would not start him this week. I don't I don't trust him. And I was wrong because he went out and just went fucking buck wild on that secondary. Holy shit. That game was over before it started, and Mooney put it to bed. Well, it's really tough, right? And I thank you for the for the uh, solidation there. Um, <laughs> solidation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, you know, Mooney, you already said everything you needed to say. I'm happy that it turned out that way. But, you know, it's really tough to start anybody on Chicago right now when the week before they only put up 47 offensive yards total. So, yeah, I I can't say I, I don't blame you for not anticipating this, but they were playing the lines. And who's they also there? went. They went upside, and again, you know, that's. I think that is the difference. Whereas the flip to me is, I saw Andy Dalton run this team this year, and and I saw Robinson getting twelve to fourteen targets a game. 
because that's a safe play. Move the ball in the field, run the ball, play action. Well, Fields isn't really like that, and you can see that in that game. I, that's exactly what I saw. I mean, Robinson, I think he only got three targets. He got three targets in that game. Three targets, Where, three receptions. Um, he was looking at the big play. He was, and, and Mooney's the big play guy, and he obviously he busted a 64-yarder, you know, and he busted a couple of big plays. I mean, and that's the thing. He had five catches for a buck twenty-five, so that shows you right there he's big play. But again, you know, that actually still does help the Bears. Unfortunately, they lose their running back, so that kind of fucks them up. But they do have a good veteran in Williams, right? So they actually have a veteran who, unfortunately, is probably owned in every league. Um, and then the Dynasty Watch, which is uh, with Khalif Herbert. I'm not a big fan of that guy um, as, a, as a possible long shot in a couple of the next couple of weeks because I think what, Montgomery's at, what, three to six? Three to six, but you know, honestly, I hope they bring up CJ. Uh, uh, I I almost said Mosley, uh, but um, my Mar- buddy Maribel. Marbles. Mar- Marbles. Oh, my, my, coming I, back you know, around. I was actually just looking at the Jets game, so I was like, oh yeah, mostly he keeps tackling things. But it was my buddy CJ Maribel that I'm hoping actually comes up off the practice squad this week, uh, and that is a uh, good call. That's. That is a strong possibility. So fingers crossed there. Um, love the talent. I love the possibility. And again, uh, you know what? For me, that's the dynasty buy. Like that's the guy I'm going to buy. Like honestly, if I lost Montgomery, I understand if you go if you go pay for Williams. I really do. I understand it. I'm just not paying a lot. I mean, yeah, if I had to give up you know, a middle round pick, sure, no problem to back him up. But if you're just looking for a lottery ticket, you know, and a lot of times this is what I do. Again, you know, maybe a guy like Khalif Herbert isn't available. CJ Mar- Maribel should be marbles. He should be available because he's basically an A. He's not on a roster right now because he is on their practice squad. These are the guys you can go pick up. And again, you know, I'm going to mention guys like this every week and I'm not going to hit on him again. If he doesn't take a snap this week and doesn't even make the roster, it makes an active. You can cut him. Not a big deal. But if he gets snaps, you know, maybe that's a guy they like better than Cleve Herbert. Now he's the backup for six weeks. You know, these are the guys you want to get upside. I, I want the big upside play on a team that runs the ball too. You know, so that that's actually a really good buy. I would buy, I would go buy Herbert and I'd go buy Maribel. You know, as cheap as I can go pick them up. You know, that's what I'm talking about going to buy them. Am I paying for them? No, not really. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go pay for any of those guys. But if they're available in the waiver, yeah, I, I'll make a roster spot somewhere. I think there's a there's a lot of these weird guys that you can go get and take dart throws on, and these are definitely two good shots right here. You know, I I, I agree a hundred percent on that. I am uh, I'm thinking though that you know we need to go to Carolina next, where Sam Donald is a, is one of the leading rushers for touchdowns in the S- league right now. Sam, I am the man you cannot catch when I run the goddamn ball. Good for you, Sam. I love it. How do you stop How do you stop a quarterback, Bobby, from throwing interceptions and turning the ball over? Oh wait! You tell him he can run. Bravo, bravo! Carolina. I mean, he still had a couple of interceptions, but that's how you stop it, right? You just say, "Well, cut right. him down." Yeah, you go yep. in, in, you know, two turnovers squared to like five a game. You cut that down. You say, "Run a little bit more," and you know, and he's and he's done it. Uh, and in in that team again, you know, that was a uh, that was a very you know what you watched that game, right? That was that was your that was your game. Tell me about this game. I'm curious. Honestly, what I saw 
and what I was looking for more than anything uh, for this game was uh, on the defensive side where uh, the we've been talking about it for weeks. The Cowboys have been um, you know, a, a defense that's more of an enigma right now. Curious as to how they're going to handle it. Um, and our boy Smith has uh, just been released, so that that's some big noise. Yes. You know? By the way, he was never either of our boys. I've never owned that guy. I'm like, he's a solid dude. But, yeah, how quickly that linebacking court changed to Smith was the man and him and Van Der Esch are just going to dominate in tackles. And now – And it was Anthony Brown with six tackles in this game, Michael Parsons with four. Old, old man Brown? That guy just never dies. He's like a he's, – he's the original lunch pail guy. <laughs> Keanu Neal was uh, still on the COVID IR. Um, honestly, I think they're just hiding him there at this point because he's forever injured. But – Jeremy Chin just shows you week in and week out why he is a solid safety, uh, one of the best in the league. And quite frankly, I think um, I, I I missed on Jeremy Chin, and it's not because I didn't like the talent. It's because I thought I was better equipped at safety Um with, with my current roster. Um, and, you know, when it was time to, to grab Jeremy Chin uh, a couple years ago, I wish I did. Um, but, yeah. you know, what are you going to do? Well, I mean, so you didn't, you didn't, I mean, I wouldn't call that missing on him. You just, you know, you did, you liked him. You just didn't have to take him. And, and you're, but you're right. I mean, he's a guy who's an impact player. They move all over the field. And, and, you know, this Carolina team is a very good defense. And I would tell you, they're one of the better defenses in the league. They're probably one of the most underrated defenses in the league. Um, but, you know, your offense needs to – they just got stronger. They, you know, yeah, they get stronger. And and that's the thing. If they buy their time right now until McCaffrey gets back, you know, this team's great. And, again, you know, and this is uh, – again, I told people, be wary of Chubby Hubert. Like, he wasn't going to come in – and B. McCaffrey, and, and we saw that. Royce Freeman didn't really get many touches. But the guy who did was Rodney Smith. He caught like five, six balls. Uh, yeah, again, you know, that shows me the difference, you know, how this this team looks to change on a weekly basis. I, I'm I'm super impressed by this Carolina team, honestly. Um, the way that the way that they way they've handled um, you know, especially that matchups and they've changed a little bit of the game plan, whereas the week before we saw Robbie Anderson get two targets, mm-hmm. and Marshall Marshall was the guy who got four or five. And this week it was Robbie Anderson. I think he got seven or nine targets, somewhere in that range. I um, think part of it's the decision making, and honestly, that's a little more control and uh, it's matching the coaching. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I, I mean, so I mean, but and again, uh, validation week. What that tells me is it tells me that unfortunately Robbie Anderson, that guy I liked on the offseason because of his consistency, is no longer that consistent guy. That's what that unfortunately tells me with that swing. It does clear out that DJ Moore is that consistent guy. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's the guy who's going to get the volume of the targets. You know, he's the only guy I want in that team that I can be 100% sure of. Damn, did he look good too? You know, he and, really and he did. does. You know, and he, he gets him in the open spot. And DJ Moore's, DJ Moore's always great ability. And I'm not a DJ Moore guy, but I appreciate his skill and I like DJ Moore. That guy gets open. Like, that's what he does. Like, his separation skills and his ability to get open is what makes him great. Right. Is he over the top just beat you? No, he's not a prototypical number one alpha receiver. 
he just gets open and makes plays. And with Sam Donald running around the way he does, and they let him move around that offense, that's perfect. And that's why DJ Moore guy feeds off of that. Where a guy like Robbie Anderson is more of a traditional receiver, it sometimes takes away from a little bit of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that kind of team is very good. Um, obviously, you know, consistency wise, you know, Sam Donald looks like a great value. And for all those people who's held him for years, who who drafted him and been holding on to this year as the Jets, God bless you. If you drafted Sam Donald as a rookie and you still own him in Dynasty, my hat's off to you. All right, because that's that's a dynasty right there, and you deserve to pay off on this one. So it's looking looking pretty good for that team. Um, you know, that, you know and, and and the and and to continue the validation with running backs, Zeke Elliott validates Zeke Elliott's fine. Don't worry about it. Right, gets his twenty carries, gets his hundred something yards, gets his touchdowns. Don't worry. Is Tony Pollard still going to get carries? Yes, absolutely. But I'm fine with him getting ten, and Zeke getting twenty. Mm-hmm. I, re- I really don't want Zeke with thirty carries. I really don't. He won't. He won't survive. He won't hold up to me. So I'm fine with that. Uh, you know, I think I that's a good balance. Yeah, I think it's great balance. You know, and again, it's you know the yards per carry are great on a team that spreads the ball. The funniest part about that is, and if you look at the trends, I bet you this happens a couple of times a year throughout the fantasy season where it's where running backs take over a week where wide receivers really show up. You saw that in that Dallas game where, you know, you didn't have the wide receivers showed up. It was the running backs and it was the tight ends who carried that team. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I, I mean, I think I, I want to say that um, Cooper, Cooper led the team, but he didn't have too many targets. Um, their wide receivers really, I mean, Wilson caught a touchdown, but they weren't that great, but it was, it was Schultz, right? He, I mean, he was, was the, he was the Schultz, guy. Schultz will continue to impress me. Uh, he's really starting to break away from, uh, from Jarwin. Um, I, to me, it wasn't necessarily a battle. It was more a, a, when is the other shoe going to drop? And it finally did. Uh, and. And, um, you know, Dak is seeking him out, uh, looking for, but now is that because CD lamb's not getting open? He's getting a little more attention. If anything, um, they found so, that weakness that seam inside the defense mm-hmm. and where you, where you love a guy like Jeremy Shin and, and I do too, again, he, you know, he's a guy who comes up and he, you know, lays wood hit, you know, hits balls and, you know, Shaq Thompson, another great, you know, good linebacker, but where their weakness in Carolina is definitely that middle inside linebacker is not a mm-hmm. great coverage, right? I think it's Carter there. A couple other guys, they rotate a little bit. They're not great in coverage. And again, yeah, that's the weak point. You can see, you know, you see glimpses of some of these teams at this point. Like, you know, you've seen teams like we just talked about. Yeah. Like Carolina got beat by Dallas, but I saw positive signs from both those teams that changed their game plans. A team like Dallas, who's been beating people because you got Lamb and Cooper and throwing balls all over the place, now all of a sudden you ran the ball thirty something times, and your tight end was your main offensive weapon. Mm-hmm. Showing teams going, "Hey, we can do this too. You know, we can go here and go here." And that's, you know, what you're going to see every once in a while. You're going to see that in weeks, you know. But you're going to again, you're going to validation, you know. And it, this week was running back validation to me. These. Running backs that we took so highly that didn't haven't produced. Well, here you go, right? And that's um, that's what I got for this game. What do you got? Anything else? Honestly, I had a couple of defensive guys. I already brought those up, so I think we're going to go next right on over to Miami and Indy. And quite frankly, we can almost pass this over, but I do want to see if there was anything that really jumped out to you. Um, nothing 
nothing really stood out to me. Um, yay for Willie Mo Cox because we love Willie Mo, Mo Cox, but I'm not gonna pick up anybody. I don't want anybody on that team. Um, oh, oh no, wait, there is. Sorry, I forgot. I forgot what week it was. Oh, it was running back validation week because Jonathan Taylor finally produced. Here he is. Don't worry about it. Right, positive game script. Run the ball. Get Taylor in the red zone. Touchdown. Validation week. And you know that's. Well, that's, you know. Gaskin, on the other side of it, is doing exactly what I thought he was going to do. Man, um, it, you know what's funny about that is, is that that is funny because we talked about through the offseason, and though he was one of the guys with him, Mike Davis, and Ronald Jones, who kind of liked his like late round values. Fuck me right now because I literally, it, it, Mike Davis is the only guy you can play. At least he's getting 10 a week. He's getting ten. He, he's he's bi week fillable. The other two you can't even play. I mean, Ronald Jones, I can't even two carries roster. for three yards. This I week. mean, it's just like don't get me know, wrong. Hey, you got wrong. Indy's hey. got a great rush defense. So yeah, it's, it's a long season, but um, you know, at this point, you kind of see a lot of stuff, and you see some writing on the wall again. I mean, we yeah. were talking Malcolm Brown. You know, ending up, he was going to take. He led, he led the team in carries, though, sure <laughs> and that's something. But you're right, that dumpster fire. Again, if you're asking me who I want up in Miami, I I, I want Parker and I want Kaseki, and then I want Waddle on my taxi squad and not have to play him, and then I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I mean, that team's a disappointment. I mean, even my guy Baker, uh, he's the only guy on defense that plays 100 percent of the snaps. I think he had four tackles. It was just like that. Just team, that team just seems to play bad sometimes, like all around. And I've never seen this teams in this league like that, and it's weird. And that's one of those games where I looked at it and I was like, this is a bad all-around game right here. Huh? Well, just struggling. And, you know, hey, they lost their quarterback. You know, uh, we like we like Brissett, but I'm not expecting them to go out and start torching people. Brissett's doing exactly what I thought Brissett would do. I they mean, need, They need to open him up a little bit more, though. <laughs> they need to let him go. And I, From what I watched in that game, it, you know, again, they were trying to – a lot of teams try to do with backup quarterbacks, you know, quarterbacks. They try to take these safe little quicker throws, which is fine. But eventually you're going to have to throw the ball to win the game. So you might as well start doing it early in the season to see what you got. Well, I, I can't disagree with you there. No. Uh, I, got, I, got, I got nothing else in this game. As you shouldn't. Quite <laughs> frankly, we're going uh, to move over to a, uh, a really, you know, the Vikings could be two and two, and the Browns could be two and two. But you know what ended up happening? The Browns are now three and one, um, as they beat the Vikings fourteen to seven. And um, you know, there's there's a lot of things that happened here. The Browns have been, you know, what the Browns defense has been pleasantly surprising to me. They've given problems to teams, right? They gave problems to Kansas City. You know, in most of that game, yeah, Kansas City did come back and beat them, but they've given problems to teams. Where I, I looked at this game and I thought, wow, Minnesota, you know, this looks like a weird track game. Minnesota should have enough to beat this team. And lo and behold, the Cleveland Browns um, beat the Minnesota Vikings. And again, this is where you get almost like the bad cousins. This is when you get Kirk Cousins love, and we all love Kirk Cousins. But this is when you're like, man, Kirk Cousins just throwing the ball. He got his weapons looking so good. And then Kirk Cousins comes out and does this. And is it 100% on Kirk Cousins? No. No, none of his, none, none of the teams really showed up for him. I mean, Alvin Cook didn't really do much in the running game. You know, none of the receivers really helped a lot. Um, you know, dealing 
Again, another solid guy I've owned for years. Didn't do anything. A lot of target share. Um, there wasn't a lot that I saw in this game besides bad, bad football, good defensive mm-hmm. plays, bad plays, good defensive plays. There's some bright spots. Honestly, there was bright spots on the Browns. I thought it was a really good, a really good game for your boy, the Joker right there, and JOK. JOK. Right? He's he's gonna start. I think Smith's out. I mean, I know Smith's hurt. So I mean, that's a bright spot I saw from your side. Um, and I and I said about the Browns team it has a loaded secondary. You know, they have a lot of first round talent around that line. And, uh, you know, they lost the linebacker, but JOK was, you know, he was a positive guy. I watched in that game and I said, man, you know. Leading uh, tackler. Yeah, Smith, Smith, Smith went out and he came in. I thought he did a, you know, I, I wasn't, he made a couple of mistakes I saw. But again, young kid, him playing the progressions, I love it. And I think there's a couple of these linebackers where you, you've seen some progression and you, you've seen them playing. Like, you, you know, they're getting on the field and. That's positive. That's what you want in Dynasty. You want a guy getting snaps and not sitting there not playing fucking Ernest Jones. Um, you know, so <laughs> <laughs> guys like JOK. JOK, you know, he was he was a bright spot in this game, honestly, for me. I mean, besides that, the only other guy who showed up in this game is is the is the number one lunch pill guy of all linebackers, and that's probably Billy Kendricks, who just shows up and tackles every week. Uh other than that, um, I don't want anyone on that fucking Browns offense unless it's one of those running backs. <laughs> I really fucking don't. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't want like seven targets, four catches. I just don't I just want choked that. on my fucking water. <laughs> I mean I, I mean I th- I I seriously I don't I don't I don't care. I don't want them. Um you can Higgins one week it just it just seems like and and this is actually great if the Browns do this. If the Browns run the ball Run, run, play action, and play really good defense. That's a great formula for them, and that would help them with Baker. Because you know, so I'm curious. It doesn't really help a guy like Beckham, but um, you know, again, I, I expect the Vikings to come out, and I feel sorry for whoever they're playing this week. I actually think it's like Detroit because they're gonna fucking probably smoke somebody this week. <laughs> so don't be worried. Play all you Vikings. You'll be good this week. That's that's what I got from that game. It is Detroit. Really? This week. I, I'm sorry, Detroit. Yeah, uh, Detroit's gonna get fucking curb stomped. Uh, <laughs> oh man, I'm playing. I play guys. Oh man, can't wait. That's gonna be a fun game. <laughs> um, you know, there's there's a couple of couple of games that were uh, mediocre to okay at best. Uh, Giants and Saints uh, was one. Ken- Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay finally producing Kenny Galladay when he's the number one receiver. Oh, no, wait. And it's validation day. Don't worry about it. Barkley's back. Don't worry about it. He gets touchdowns. That's what he does. All right, running backs. Don't worry about them. Right? Those top-tier guys. This is the week. You know, you're not going to get 100 yards every week. But, you know, if you had two, Barkley back. No, if you had two, you know, you had two of these guys, you know, like, like I said, you know, a lot of leagues, you know, if I cook, I, I have Barkley. Um, this is going to be Jamison Winston's stat line, by the way, going forward. Uh, this is just going to be something that is going to be minimally, you know. Um, let me ask, let me ask you this before you tell me that line. Let me ask you this, right? Let me ask, who would you rather have in Dynasty right now? You want Daniel Jones? Or you want Jameis Winston? It's a tough one for you. You're a Winston guy too. I am a Winston guy. I know. I, I know. Which uh, I, 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 I'm I mean, curious. No, 
Honestly, <laughs> if, if I have to pick between the two, you got to pick between uh, the two. I, 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 I would have to lean towards Jones, but I fucking wow. hate what they do there. All right. Well, I just, yeah, I, I just, I can't, I can't stand what they do there. Meanwhile, Winston is, uh, what's he Winston, doing? What's he uh, doing? What do you do this week? You'll wait. <laughs> This fucking guy. All right. Well, the best news about it was that he was consistent. Um, and he was 17 for 23. So he was putting the ball where it needed to be. Um, but he had 158 yard pass. Whatever. I mean, I want I want nobody on that offense that isn't named Kamara. I fucking don't. And I like Harris. And if you want a deep play, play Harris because he's getting four to five targets a week. But consistency wise, I don't want anybody on it. That's that I that that stat line and what I've seen of Winston, again, you know, that's the Drew Brees thing, and that uh, the way the team does it and the way Peyton does it, they spread the ball around, which is great. But usually they have one guy, and they don't really throw to Kamara a lot because that's not Winston's thing, unfortunately. So what this does, and again, because it's validation week. What we're calling for some reason, Michael Thomas. This validates Michael Thomas that should be paying off when he gets back. They don't have any fucking reliable offensive threat on that team besides Kamara. No, so uh, I'm 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 good with that. And honestly, that tells me to go buy Michael Thomas. That's the guy I'm going to buy and leave. If you want a guy to go buy right now, I would try to go buy Thomas and see how how what you can get him at. Because I think that Saints team needs Michael Thomas, or they're fucking done. Like, they're done. You know, and you can see it in that team. They need, because they don't respect it. So, I mean, as soon as Alvin Kamara slides out of the backfield, there's like two guys over there going, nah, we saw this shit. <laughs> we're not letting you do this. There's no Michael Thomas we're afraid of over the top. Uh, well, I will tell you that my buddy Juwan Johnson, again, is, uh, you know, he's he's going to be. Red zone uh, guy. Love him. He's red zone be guy. a consistent red zone guy. Yep, but they got to um, get there. But yes, yes, and that's that's honestly, you know, it was getting to a point where uh, Winston was just about to start getting his, you know, leash loosened a little bit, and then it was in New England. They were in the red zone, and he's getting sacked and throws up just absolute garbage into the air, and it was just what he used to do flashes of Tampa all over again, where you're still not being responsible with the ball. So this week you go 17 for 23, a lot of, lot of small passes, you know, uh, he was the, this is going to be a process. And if they actually continue with this process, Winston still has light at the end of the tunnel, but I'm telling you it's closing quickly. You know, um, you know, you know whose light is opening up. Is Peterius Tony? Is um yes, his yes, that's exactly. But we're gonna go. Well, I'm gonna finish the Saints first. We're gonna go to Pete Warner. Pete Warner just continues to get a nice uptick, right? I mean, he, he had six solo tackles, four assists, one tackle for a loss, right? So he had almost ten total tackles. He had forty snaps. Um, my only concern with Pete Warner is is Kawan Alexander's return. But I, I, honestly, from a dynasty point, I, I don't want to be. I, I, I'm I'm loving from I'm loving what I'm seeing for Warner. I, I really do. You know, and again, he's exactly what I thought he was going to be. Uh, a very solid linebacker. Um, you know, up the middle, lunch pail, 
perfect. And I love seeing that. You know, the Saints see it and they're playing him in there. And I think he's helped that defense. I think he settled that down a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's, and he's kept him in some games. Uh, again, you know, his weakness is coverage. So when they get behind, you know, when they get tossed on a little bit, again, you know, he's not the fastest linebacker in the league, but I don't think he's the worst in coverage. Uh, but yes, on the Giants side, yes, um, you know, the guy, the guy who didn't show up is the, is my boy Colin Johnson, unfortunately. But he's easily dropped, and that is because he was replaced by two way more talented receivers. <laughs> one who they drafted, and the other one who's been just. A guy who got picked in the first round, but it's still probably more talented. Uh, so, yeah, how was Tony? Tony looked good. You know, it was really nice to see. Um, you know, a couple weeks couple weeks into this, you're getting more familiar with the playbook. Um, you don't have – you have the roadblocks out of your way at this point. You know, I, I think, um, you know, nine targets, six receptions, uh, 78 yards – Longest reception was 21 yards. It's a nice start for the kid. Um, you know, I'm just gonna be curious as to what happens when Shepard and Slayton go back into the mix. I mean, Slayton he, doesn't I mean, concern he, me, but he, Shepard, he Shepard, the, I feel like could. He led the team in targets with nine. And by the way, your observation is 100% right. Like Slayton doesn't bother you, Slayton's the other side, deep threat. Um, and that, that is going to be intriguing, by the way. I mean, the odd man out is Ingram. Ingram's out. If you own Ingram, sorry. You should have already moved on from that. In- Ingram can't he's be. The, he's the in. odd man out. He, he's always out because he's just always fucking out. Well, that man never plays. Well, that guy's he, an asshole. Well, well, yes, maybe. But if he was healthy, the problem is, is you know, a it, very, it'd a be very healthy uh, asshole. It'd be, the, it'd be the healthy. It'd be worse if he was healthy because then you'd play him and be like, why does he suck? Well, because if Shepard comes back when he comes back healthy, that's a possession receiver, so he's taking targets away. And Tony looks like exactly what they drafted him at. He's the speedy little slot receiver. You know, he's the he's the he's the Mooney. He's the guy, big play, get him the ball, get him in space. He's that you know, he's that waddle. He's that new NFL kind of guy. You know, that rugs, that ranger. Hey, we're gonna have big guys on the outside, and we're gonna have a possession receiver. This is the new NFL. You mm-hmm. have you know a big receiver. You have a really good possession receiver. And then you try to have a home run slot guy, right? You have a home run guy who's just there for that reason. And, you know, good or bad, you're right. This Giants team, and even when I talked about Colin Johnson last week, like I said it, like the only way he was even going to be impactful was he needed the other two receivers to be out. Now it looks like he needs four receivers because, shit, even when, when John Ross is getting targets over the top, goddamn love John Ross. Not a guy I love, but again, John Ross is a big play guy. Small, big play receiver over the top. That's a different role. And unfortunately, Colin Johnson, it, you know, he's behind, you know, in a battle with, you know, Sterling Shepard, Galladay, and Slayton. He's not going to win. So, um, yeah, I'm very curious about that. I do like the upside in Tony. I think he's the guy who sticks, you know, with a good target share from here on out. There. So now we're going into the 4 o'clock games, right? So, um you know, these this is a lot of lot of chalk players. Uh, I think the Titans were the last one that wasn't a four o'clock game. Uh, Titans Jets. Um, Jets actually won this game, but I, I take away nothing from this game. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs Eagles. Um, you got anything to really jump in on, Nick Bolton? Nick Eddie, Nick, eh. Nick Bolton looks solid. Um. I thought I thought the Eagles were in that game until again 
young quarterbacks make young mistakes. And I think, you know, mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts, you know, uh, I actually I actually was watching that game and I watched Jalen Hurts on a fourth down, on a fourth down, throw the ball away. And I, yeah, I, I, and I happen to be sitting with a fucking Eagles fan, which is priceless when they just go, yep, there you go. And I was like, it's fourth fucking down. How'd you throw it away? It's not even in the field of play. I was like, I get it. I get it. And this is in the fourth quarter. I was like, man, that's a big tease. Um, yeah, that was a big tease. Um, All right. No, Car- no Car- Cardinals uh, Rams. Cardinals Rams. Uh, the Cardinals look like the best team in the NFC. I'm going to say no, but I think they're very good. I still think Tampa would beat them heads up. But they're dangerous. This Cardinals team is dangerous. And they show you, you know, when you spend enough, when you spend money on on different very good role players in the NFL and veteran players, guys like JJ Watt, who haven't put up big numbers, but his presence is very felt in that team. The way that defensive line is played and the way they scheme up and the way they change their system a little bit. And big players, again, the guy like Buda Baker comes up with turnovers and you just saw a guy like Kyler Murray who just does Kyler Murray things. And when you, you know, if you own Kyler Murray like I do, and you're going, ah, oh, shit, man, you know, he had a down week. He's not going to get 40 every week. Like he's not going to get, <laughs> he's not going to throw for 400 yards, four touchdowns, and rest for two more. Like you're not going to get that every week. So I am very happy with this. Um, the other guy, and, I, and you know my long love for this man, and I actually – Are we talking solidation right I'm, now? I'm talking solidation. This is an old-school solidation. I brought back as my sleeper one more time this year. I played him in lineups all, all over the board this yes, week. did. One more time because the guy gets six targets every week, and all he does is catch everything you throw at him, and that's Mr. A.J. Green. Mr. A.J. Green, just play him. Right, he is again another guy I love because he gets six targets every week. Some weeks he gets a touchdown, some weeks he gets a hundred yards. But you know what? He always gets me like ten points every week, right? And I want that floor all day. Like if you want to go buy a bye week guy, he's the guy to throw in. Like he's the guy I want on my bench. He's the guy I want to be able to plug in when I get an injury. Solid. Is he Hopkins? No. Is he Kirk? No. Again, Kirk. Kirk is the play. If I had a rebuilding team and I'm trying to. If I'm if I'm if I'm the worst team in the league and I'm playing the number one team in the league, I'm playing a guy like Kirk, right? Because I need big A upside and I need to win. If I'm the number one team and I'm playing the guy at the bottom, I'm playing fucking AJ Green because I want the goddamn ten points because I don't want a zero, right? And that's who AJ's been, and that's who he, you know he's been all this season. And I think you know he just validates it every week where the guy shows up and he catches touchdown. I, and I, honestly, he's been you know that consistent you know still cheap guy out there you can go get. Um, and uh, you know who else is validation? And we haven't talked about this one. This one actually hurts, hurts uh, me again. You you might be you might be stealing them from me right now because I wanted I wanted a solidation moment with Chase uh, Edmonds. Oh, I know. I, I, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna give you him in a minute. I'm gonna give you him in a minute, All right? Because I gotta I gotta I gotta tell you this. And this guy breaks my heart. This is a guy that I drafted as a rookie a long time ago as a tight end from the Baltimore Ravens, and I liked him then. And he got hurt a bunch, and I didn't think the Ravens used him right. That's fucking Max Williams. Max. I love Max Williams. I really do. And, it, yeah, I guess I am the tight end whisperer because the tight ends I liked four or five, six years ago, all produced five, six years later on. Max Williams, another very solid tight end. I always like Max Williams. Mm-hmm. Very good blocking tight end. Very solid route runner. 
uh, again, an easy comp, and you can say where you're wrong because he's white. It looks like Kyle Rudolph, he, he plays that similar Kyle Rudolph role. He, you know, he's not athletic. He's not going to fucking blow by you. He's got very good hands. He put, gets in very good position. And he's a, and that's what, honestly, that's what a guy like Kyle Murray needs. And that's why a guy like Dan Otto was very successful, more athletic. But those guys got open. And they knew the routes and they knew, hey, you know what? I'm running, a, you know, I'm running a five set seam. You know, I'm running this, you know, this curl route and I got to be here. And they just stay there. And Murray knows exactly where you are and you make a big target. It's a great and, call. And he and he's been again, he's another touchdown guy. And this is what I was talking about when we were talking about tight ends earlier in the show. Just another team. Um, and I forgot to mention like five of them, because honestly, I'd rather have Kyle Rudolph off the Giants. He's very similar. If you want to pick up Biggie Seal Jones, fine. Go get, you know, Kyle Rudolph or go get Max Williams. I think Max Williams has more touchdown upside, but there's a lot of these guys. And Max Williams is I think uh, Max Williams just has the better upside again everybody that you just mentioned. But I got, agree with he, you hundred percent. Yeah, he's got the touchdown upside. That's what gives him, you know, that. But uh, again, they all have the same target share. Um, but on the running back front. They both actually produced, right? I mean, both both those running backs actually produced this week. Well, this this is what was going to be annoying to me the second that James Conner got signed, uh, because I knew that Edmonds could produce, and he actually produced more with less. Twelve carries, one hundred and twenty yards, and then he also had five targets, four receptions for another twenty, so one hundred and forty all-purpose yards. That's what I want to see. Uh, James yeah. Conner, on the other hand, you know, 66 yards to all purpose yards. Uh, like, uh, but, you know, they're. No, but you're right. I mean, that's what you've seen. And again, you know, um, I like you, like Edmonds. And I think you're right. I would give up, I'll give up five carries a game to get the five targets. I will mm -hmm. absolutely. And that's who Edmonds is. And that's what I'm going to see. Um, and you know, this is what me and you agree. Most owners, I'm sure I know, actually know an owner who told me he was mad because Connor was stealing goal line. I said, if you expected Chase Edmonds was going to be the goal line back, you had fantasies. I said, Chase Edmonds, again, Chase Edmonds is another guy that I love because his floor is double digits every week. He's guaranteed to get you a base floor of 12 points every week. Right. And as upside to bust out a big play for a big one. Perfect. Perfect safe guy, right? And then, you know, Connor's a guy where, you know, if you got to play him, I don't have a problem with him. Like, he's going to get, you know, he's getting 15 carries a week. He's just not going to get the PPR touches you really want. Uh, so, Edmonds is the guy you want on that team. Wow. Um, and the other side of the ball, there is a, there is a guy that kind of draws attention, right? Which guy is that? It's a surprising wide receiver who, who look, who's been putting up better numbers than Robert Woods at this point. <laughs> Jesus. It's Mr. Van Jefferson over there, huh? I, I, bravo, hand, hand clap for uh, Van Jefferson. I, I am a, uh, I'm a solid, you know, it, it, it's, it's consistently still delivering. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought we, you know, last week we saw him and I said, okay, well, maybe it was, you know, this or that. And then I saw it again and I said, well, Stafford trusts him. That's going to be interesting. And, mm -hmm. yeah, Cooper Cup had a bad game. Um, he still had the targets here. Unfortunately, I think Robert Woods is the guy who, who takes a little down tick, but I wouldn't be still too concerned. Um, if you drafted Robert Woods, your number two wide receiver, yeah, it might be concerned. He's probably better off your number three. Yeah, I was going to say, I would be concerned with I'd Robert be concerned. Woods. I'd be concerned. Unfortunately, where I own him, he's my number three, so I'm not as concerned. But, yeah, if he's your number two guy, 
Yeah, uh, unfortunately, that's where that's the way it looks as of right now. But things change. They could tweak that offense and you know go back and forth. But uh, yeah, he's been a nice surprise. And the last two weeks, you can play him. Um, so well, you know, why, don't, why don't we continue on the West Coast? Yeah, let's go. We got we got San Francisco and uh, and the Seahawks. Um, I'll be honest with you. This was a little more of the same, if anything. Oh, Wilson God. and fucking fucking Trey Lance kills me with Kittles. Just kill. I mean, Kittle. You just keep. Uh, uh, I'm just, uh, yeah. Again, this is what you're gonna get. I mean, this is. I mean, it's the Davis Mills effect, and I'm not. Lance is a much better quarterback, um, but unfortunately, this is what you're gonna get. I hope Jimmy G plays this week because I'm a Kittles owner. Um, I'm not benching Kittles because he's still going to get targeted, and that's fine. You, you, you know, you, I could for Knox. Good. I, I, uh, I, I, I mean, I you wouldn't, could. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'm not even. Not, I wouldn't even do that. That's crazy. Um, I, but you're right. Bobby's right. I was just trying to find a way around it. He's right. I, I God just. Damn I, I. I think. I think what it you're going to see long term with Lance. Uh, you know, I, I see. I see shades of. He's going there. He's throwing to him. They're just not. You know, they'll get there. I. I, I definitely see a little Mahomes, uh, Kelsey development, you know, type of style of play, things like that. Uh, is it going to be the same? It's never the same. But, no. you know, I, I I see similarities there. Yeah, no, I mean, other than that, I'm not really seeing much of anything. Um, um, I'm sorry for Brandon Ayuk again. So, I mean, at least that was uh, – that's, that's looking like a real – Ayuk is just going to be consistently inconsistent. I think that is what you're going to see out of him going forward. He's on your bench, and I'm not even looking at him until next year. That's what that's somebody asked mm-hmm. me what to do with him, and I told him I was like, he's on your bench. You're eating the spot, and see what you got next year. Because unless something gets hurt and changes, again, that's a team where you know in flux. Um, Sermon looks okay. Um, um, I'm buying the fullback everywhere. If you have a, if you're thin at running back, check. Uh, I'm buying I'm buying the check. I, I'm really I, seriously. I tell why I'm picking this guy up. I'm done. I'm like uh, I look at my roster, and there's a bunch of these guys are weird guys. So if you need a weird guy, you get someone hurt, you get a free running back spot. Alec Ingold. Alec Ingold's another one. You know, <laughs> I mean, you get there's two fullbacks right there, and they're both. By the way, they're both getting four targets a game. It's funny you mm-hmm. said that. Both of them getting four targets a game, and they catch usually all four targets. I mean, they catch them like 30 to 40 yards a game. It's not a lot, but I'm like, hey, you know what? I tell when the ball's so. getting passed home, it's not really that far from them. Yeah, it's normally you, within 10 yards of the, the depth of the target. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, and you can go. These are free guys. Like I said, you know, sometimes you don't need to go trade for a guy one week. You don't have to give up a pick. You can you might be able to find 10 points on the waiver wire by taking a shot at one of these two fullbacks and get four targets, but. You know, other than that, I mean, um, Seattle does what Seattle does because, uh, uh, you know, if you own a held on to Alex Collins, there's the flash of what you're going to see because, uh, you know, Chris Carson can't take every carry, and Pete Carroll knows that. And obviously, you know, uh, Alex Collins is the, is the back to own. You know, we kind of knew that already. Um, you know, I don't think anyone played him, but it's a nice bonus that you, if you own him. Um, Freddie Swan. You know, again, you know, four targets, had another touchdown, looked good. Um, I'm watching Freddie Swan. I actually, he might, he's a, he's probably a pickup this week because I think Lockett's a little nicked up. He's an injury watch because they trust him. 
Uh, I don't want to play the number three receiver on Seattle, but if one of those two go down, I want Brady Spawn. Um, I'm so gonna. We got. Yeah, I I think that that's solid on Swan. Um, you know, I, I think there was a David Moore last year that that you and I talked about, um, and I think he's this year's more. Um, yep. But you know, there there were still, believe it or not, as, as close as we got, there's still a few more games left. So quick highlights: Ravens, Broncos, Steelers, Packers, Bucks, Pats, Raiders, Chargers. You have four. Pick oh. two. God, you know I have to. I don't even want to, but I'm going to start off with my pet peeve of the weekend. Something like something that I didn't agree with, right? And that's the fucking Ravens game. <laughs> so, if no one saw this goddamn game or even read about it, brace yourselves, and you can argue whatever side you want, but. The Baltimore Ravens is doing the right fucking thing and nailing the ball down and running out the clock with a lead in the game, decide, nope, we're going to run a play so we can continue our record fucking running streak. We're going to put a player's safety at risk, try to make fucking five more goddamn yards and run my quarterback on the fucking outside who basically without him, I have no franchise. And then afterwards, when you're asked about it, the coach is going to defend it and say, oh, no, Harbaugh says, no, no, this was all on me. This is my call. We wanted this record streak. We want this record. It's important to the players, the coaches, and the organization, not more than winning, but it is very important to us. Are you fucking shitting me right now? Are you absolutely joking me? I mean, the other side, you know, the Denver Broncos, Guys have been in the league 37 years or so. I've never seen or heard anything like this in my life. And as a fantasy person, and I love numbers, and we all appreciate garbage fucking points, I there's no reason for this. Like, there's no reason that you literally run a play to continue your 100 yards a game streak that you tied. And God, if anyone has any pull on the Colts, please tell the Colts to not let them break the fucking record this weekend. Like that, I, I I just it made me throw up my mouth. How disgusting that was, and how lack of sportsmanship that was that you did that to a team. Like you fucking ran a play just to continue a streak. I could actually verify that they were breaking it. You know what? I could live with that if that was the if they were breaking the record that game. Okay, you did it to break the record. I could, you you did it to continue the streak. The streak's bullshit. Come on, I'm like and then to say that and defend it. That's honestly all I got to say about that game because fuck that. 